G'day, Mick from Jamani here. Couple of blokes, couple of beers. Marco on the ops. Marco, I think it's your shout, mate. Just no shandies, please. So you had one job, big boy, after last week. Sit down, sit down, will you? Yeah, I'm you, sitting you, down. You had, one, you, had, you had one job. Yes. That was to get Rob Mills. So I imagine he's going to be walking into the studio at some stage anytime soon. Can I tell you how busy Rob Mills is? Well, what, with his King of Moomba sort of studies or Mate, is he studying up? He's doing a musical, so he's yeah, involved okay. with that. He's also a dad-to-be. He's expecting. Is he? So just um, getting ready for that. That's big news. But I have been, and I've been in contact with Millsy. Yeah. Because I, you know, so when you contact someone and you're trying to get, trying to hook them in and you haven't spoken to them for a long time, you just got to bring up all the good times. <laughs> and I just said, mate, I was, I, I was thinking about you the other day, in my text message, I was yeah. thinking about you, Millsy, the other day. Gee, I love the Spread Eagle. And as soon as ah. I said the Spread Eagle, he came back to me. Because the Spread Eagle is where he played the on pub. Sunday nights. And it was a great pub for it's Sunday great, nights. great pub. Sunday night action in Melbourne, the, the Spread Eagle was a ripper. So that's how – so anyway, so Mills is in. It'll be next week or the week after, just when the rehearsals uh, right. lighten up. Did you tell him why? Because that's I, how no, no, I, I met my wife. Of course I didn't. Because of him? No, I didn't <laughs> okay. do that. What I said – what oh, no, I said about that, yeah, but I didn't, did. I didn't mention France at all. Oh, okay. There was no France no mention. Talk. There was no. There was no mention of the capital city of France <laughs> at all. We lo- I left that. I left that right. out. I left that so out. We're going to ambush you. Right? Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah. uh, that, that's very, very good. What do you reckon Millsy would have done? I always think of this sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. What would he? What would he have done if he? Wasn't like in theatre or, or I mean I don't even he's know. He's pretty smart, Millsy. How do you get into the, How do you get into what he's doing? He did Does that anyone even know? Australian Idol. That's how he did he it. He went on Australian Idol and he came third or fourth. And that got him. That got him ticking over in the theatre space. Well, he was on the year with Shannon Noll and Guy Sebastian, the first one. I reckon he came third or fourth. That was the best ever one too. By oh, the way, of course it was. Have a look at Guy yeah, Sebastian. Sebastian. Uh, who was the other bloke who should have won? Shannon Noll. Shannon Noll should have won. Uh, no, Guy Sebastian deserved it. He's oh, just Paul, are you joking? Don't, Don't you dare say this. One's an Aussie bogan. The other one has got the voice of yeah. an angel. Hey, one of them has been pushed up by youngsters who don't know any better and the other has more talent in his little finger. Are you talking about Shannon Noll? Shannon Noll is a superstar gun, underrated performer. <laughs> underrated, mate. What do you mean a, a, a gun? Like, a gun. Have you seen Guy Sebastian's body of work? It is unbelievable. If Shannon it Noll, might be too metrosexual for you. If Shannon Noll had won, he would have been the next John Farnham. Oh, get oh, out of here. Get out of here. That's how good he is. And are you serious? Yes. And have a look at Guy Sebastian. Not bad. He's the he's the next Bruno Mars. Got <laughs> He's a ripper. He's a ripper. So so you were just saying about Millsy what he'd be. Yeah. I've always thought about this with you. What would you have been if you were a golfer? And and, and, and not working in your Allen's lolly factory (laughs) (laughs) as CEO or whatever. What would you have done? Uh, When I was a kid, when Mm -hmm. I was a little kid, I wanted to be a pizza man. You wanted to flip pizzas. I wanted to be a pizza man. I used to think there was our our little pizza restaurant in East Doncaster. We used to go after the Sunday footy. All the families would go to this pizza restaurant called Pompeo's out the back of East Doncaster. And they had a special window where the bloke 
who made all the dough would spin the pizza. And he'd sit there as a little kid and watch this guy spinning the pizza and making it into the big pie. And I used to think that bloke was so cool. You had high expectations. <laughs> so, <laughs> you, you, you were dreaming big. So if anyone ever asked me what I wanted to do when I was in primary school, I used to say I wanted to be a pizza man. <laughs> Marco, Marco, <laughs> Marco, the king of dominoes. I wanted to spin that what pizza. In the window at East Doncaster. That is unbelievable. Oh, that's no, great. Pizzas. No. Hey, no. mate. Mate, I love pizza. It's but, one of the greatest things of all time. Would you want to do it for 20 years or 30 years? No, no. Yeah, they, then Dad wanted me to be an electrician. So I was going Sparky. Yeah, I'd yeah. probably be driving three Ferraris now if I was an electrician oh, geez, the way they're all too. going. What about you? I, I can't imagine you. <sighs> See, when, when you grew up, people don't understand this. You weren't just a good footballer. You were a prolific sportsman. Everything you did in sport when you grew up, basketball, the whole lot, you were very, very good at. Did you even think at any stage that you had to do something else for a living if it didn't work out? No, I didn't, but I... I <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm not being a smart no, but, I had, but I had a plan. I had a plan in, cl- in case that didn't happen. What was it? Well, the first thing is I was going to change my name. So before anything else happened... David Ornschwartz? No, no, I was changing it all. And Everything. I, and I thought... I, Hang on, I, you were going to get rid of David Schwartz, which is a quacking name. No, but I, didn't look, awesome at it, I didn't look at it. I thought, how bad is this? So I'd spoken to Mum. And I said, I asked Mum, I said, Mum, if I change my name, would you mind? She said, why do you want to change your name? And I said, because if the commentators are calling my name out, it's got to be a good name. And David Schwartz isn't a good name. <laughs> you don't tell me that Mary ticked this off. She ticked it off. Oh, no, 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 my no. God. Do you want to know what my name was going to be? Yeah. Please. Michael Davis. Is <laughs> it <laughs> worse like, no. Where like, did you see Michael Davis? I don't know. I you just know. saw it somewhere and thought it was well, a cool name. Well, my coach was Larry Davis, but I thought Michael Davis has just got a ripping ring to Michael him. Michael Davis. Michael Davis. You come tomorrow, Michael Davis. But do the, do the same commentary with David Schwartz. Here comes, Here comes David Schwartz. No, see, Schwartz. No. Davis. <laughs> Davis is better than Schwartz. <laughs> no, well, I don't think so. I just in, can't in hindsight, it. so so it was going to be Michael Davis, right? And there's a lot of Michael. <laughs> there's yeah, a lot there's of a Michael Davises out there, there's so a, you can kind of you kind of blend in, but. If, if football fell over, if footy fell over or <laughs> if, um, you know, any of my sporting, you know, um, yeah. pursuits, pursuits. pursuits didn't work out, I was going to become a copper. You were going to be and a I'll tell you why I was going to be a copper. I can see that. Oh, I'm telling you why. I why? would have been the dirtiest copper oh. of all time. I would have been a shocker. I would have been a shocker. You, I would, you would have been. I would have put up with nothing, no bullshit. It would have been on. Would you have been the copper who took somebody into the interrogation room? Oh, yellow pages. And 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 the old school yellow pages with the baton. Yeah. So put the yellow pages over the shoulder and just give them one. Bang. Especially graffiti artists. So, <laughs> so they cop it first. All right. Thieves. Like if you steal, I, I understand people thieving because they're drug addicts or they've got a habit. I get that. But just thieving because you want to have something oh, else. Mate. Car thieves in particular. You yeah. steal a car. Oh, God. What, what about the ones who do something to old people? A- any of that sort of stuff. They we'll deserve something special. We, you're going to get a bit of chin music. Now, yeah. I know it's not endorsed in today's not police. Anymore. In today's police. But back in the 90s when you were growing up and you would have been a cop. Roger Rogerson. I reckon I would have been. You would have been Roger Rogerson. <laughs> something so like that's that. a better name than Michael Davis. <laughs> now, imagine What's Roger, wrong with Roger Rogerson? Roger Rogerson. 
Yes, that's a good that's name. That's a ripper. But he was a crook. He was a ba- he was a really bad crook. But my goal was going to be to be a cop. Yeah, I, yeah. I absolutely love oh, it. I think I would have made an all right cop too. Didn't end up getting to be a policeman. But my I think my sister wanted to be a policeman as well. Actually, my sister, I think, wanted to be a chef at one stage. What a, a chef. My dad was a chef and my grandma yeah. was a chef. Do they have was... life chefs? Because they're always cooking when everyone else is having fun. Yeah, so they don't, don't have a life. They don't have a life. Like, if you're a chef, my fun is going out to lunch with my mates, going to dinner with family and friends. Awesome. That's my life. If you're a cook... That's what you're doing when everyone else is having yeah, fun. Yeah, it's shocking. I don't shocking. get it. It's the worst job of all time. So my, my grandma had a uh, restaurant in Beechworth, yeah. three doors down from the Beechworth Bakery. Oh, well, how's she going to survive? So, so it was a German... No, no, it wasn't there at the time. Oh, okay. So it was a German restaurant. But it was a bloody popular restaurant. <laughs> Hang on. No, no. She, she, it was she, a German restaurant in Beechworth. Yes. <laughs> Were you oh, they selling sausages. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. Sausage no, no. Sausages. No, no. Sausages. No, no. Snizzles and, <laughs> and you know, Brat House and all that sort of stuff. Right. But but it was it was also Australian, it was also Australian cuisine, right? And it's right, right next door to where the lolly shop is now in Beechworth. I so say you got the bakery, the lolly shop, and, and the German and, and, and restaurant. And so I used to go there, and Grandma <laughs> would pay me twenty bucks to vacuum the the carpet. Anyway, so when Grandma passed. Um, the restaurant got sold and it became a Chinese restaurant. And a really good Chinese restaurant, still there today. Right. My auntie passed away. All right. So this is only a couple of years ago. Indiana right. was thirteen. Right. And we're driving <laughs> we're driving well, from the why church. Are you laughing we're driving from the passed away, dude. We love Auntie Kate. She was a superstar. <laughs> right. She died of a heart attack watching the pies and she's a Collingwood supporter. Oh, I like it. You weren't doing enough <laughs> that day. And she, she had the shits and you, your club killed my, my auntie. Did another one on Buckley. And I love Auntie You're Kate. Mongrel. And Auntie Kate was one of my favourites. Yeah. Anyway, so we go from the church yeah. down to the bowling club in Beechworth, which right. is down past the main street. Yeah. And as we're going down the main street, I said to my kids, because my kids hadn't really known a lot about our family, I said, see that restaurant there? That was grandma's. Right. And Indy turns around and says, Dad, are we Chinese? Oh, <laughs> you're joking. Oh, said, that is so good. I said, no, Indy. It was used to be a German restaurant. She goes, oh, I thought so. <laughs> like, it was one of the cutest, most innocent little, yeah. little things. I went and told mum and mum, because mum was sad about it. That's Kate, a though. very funny so story. So it lightened the whole mood of the funeral. And um, <laughs> Anyway, so life goes on. <laughs> life. <laughs> <laughs> that is magnificent. Oh, uh, goodness me. How would the policeman Michael Davis, <laughs> police officer Davis, yeah. back in 1990, how would you have handled someone saying I'm a sovereign citizen? Caveman style. Yes. You drag them by the hair out of the car and you, re- you, handca- you handcuff them, you handcuff them. You know, now this is a, this is a trend that's taking off yeah. this sovereign citizenship. For, yeah. for those who don't know what it is, it's where people get pulled up, they refuse to give their name, their ID, they refuse to take a breath out. But different states have different laws. So in in Victoria, for example, if you get pulled over, you have to give a sample, a breath or a drug sample. Correct. And you have to identify yourself if asked. Right. That that keeps our road safe. Well done. And as a copper, if I'm a copper, I'm enforcing that to the very nth degree. Good work, Sergeant Davis. If you you don't have respect (laughs) for the police, well, guess what? We have anarchy. We have anarchy, Marco. That is the number one law... So that the whole world should run by respect and obey police. One of my favourite shows ever on TV is Cops. 
Yeah, I know. A little bit of chin music occasionally for these baddies. Good entertainment. You want want not only good entertainment, (laughs) but a good learning curve for those that want to buck the system. Yes. I'm all for it. We've all got to learn. Oh, absolutely. Some of us the hard way. The hard way. Correct. And when face meets bonnet (laughs) or or face meets gravel, hey, hey, it's a learning curve. That's all it is. We're not not trying to hurt you. We're trying to educate you. (laughs) (laughs) And I think it's civil selfishness if you don't. To complain. If you no, if you no, no, not if you don't complain. No, civil services is if you do complain, but if you don't listen to the police. Lovely. Now there is a bit of a recurring theme with you here. What's and, that? And your, um, yeah, your manhandling ways. Uh, well, Vigilante, Sergeant, Sergeant Davis. Um, <laughs> We've got a lot of feedback from the spray paint oh, yes. yeah. saga yeah. That, you, that you went through when you were putting spray paint up some kid's nose and ears and, and all the rest of it. No, I didn't. No, no, Mark, 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 Mark. I taught him a lesson, don't spray paint anyone's <laughs> fence that's not theirs. Do you want to hear some of the feedback that we've got off our <laughs> okay. socials? This was from David. He calls himself Wallagoo Wobbly. Well done, Ox. It may teach him a lesson. Sometimes you just got to learn the hard way. This one from Darren Loves Beer. Oh, yeah, God, he does. <laughs> he does. He's Darren House is his name. Order of Australia worthy. Yeah. He, there you go. He, okay. He's right. giving you a toast with emojis, a little hand and the beer. So he's toasting you. We spoke about the Order of Australia. Do I nominate myself or do I have to get someone to nominate me to win the Order of Australia? I think in real in real awards you have to get someone to nominate you. Right. I don't think you nominate can yourself. Can you do that? Uh, yeah, I can do it for you. Thank you, Aaron. Consider it done. Thanks, Dazzle. Uh, now from Robin. I love Robin. RV27 Robin. He actually did well to chase the kid down. No, he has to show the kid fiddle. graffiti is bad in some way and it will show their parents what they've been up to. So Robin knows there her stuff. There you go. Very, very good. Hey, well actually, there was another one. Yeah, hey, one more. I need to know, did Darren Gaspar catch the other kid? That's a he, really good question. He got him and guess what? What happened? Gassy then left and went back to Perth. Guess what he did? What? Became a cop. No. You're he became joking. a copper. That inspired him? Yep. He, I don't know if it inspired him. I just think he couldn't find any other work. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he became a copper. From Jeff Whitcomb. Great stuff. No small complaints here. Well done, Ox, for chasing that little grub. Yep. I love that. By the way. I love the word grub. Grub, grub, grub oh, is a it's great word. So good. Yeah. I did a similar thing many years ago when kids were throwing rocks at cars from behind bushes. I chased the mongrel and trapped him over a fence. Little assholes. Well, there you go. I, 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 thanks, I, for, thanks for all the feedback. We really appreciate it. Keep, people, keep it all coming. I don't think a lot of people like just poor behaviour. No, that's just poor behaviour. Graffiti. It, it's if disgusting. My, mate. If my kid was walking around the streets. I would know if he's got a backpack full of spray cans. Yeah. Well, I'd say, give us a look in your backpack, Coops. You blame mum and dad. Of course I blame mum and dad. Yeah, I, I do too. You know what they're up to. Not hard. You know you, what they're up to. If your kid's not home at 10 o'clock at night um, and he's out and he comes home and he's covered in paint, you, you, know, you know he hasn't got a part-time job at the wreckers. You know, you know he's up to no good. <laughs> Thanks again to everybody who sent in the stuff on the socials. We really appreciate it. Keep following us there. Uh, give us a like if you can. Uh, we've got to have a break. You've got some civil selfishness. I've been got a couple uh, up my sleeve. Yeah, you do. I can't yeah. wait. I can't wait for this. Yeah. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the." F- are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You're listening to A Couple of Blokes, Couple of Beers with Marco and our special guest host today, Sergeant Michael Davis. We're on socials, Facebook, Insta, TikTok and Twitter and we'd love you to shoot through any comments or questions or feedback and get involved with the show. But now, back to the boys. You've still got me thinking about Grub. Grub is just... Oregon Grub... It just covers so many features of people you don't like. Grub, grub is a really... Derogative term, I reckon. Like it's it it nails it. Like because yeah. I've done the actually my brother-in-law his nickname's Grub. Yeah, but see now why? Hang on, I don't even know why his nickname is Grub. Yeah, but you can use it. See, grub changes when you use tone of voice. But we used to say to our kids all the time. Geez, you're a little grub. Yeah, that's right. You're, you're, you're a little grub. You're, you're a little grub. You've got all food over you're your face grub. or you're dirty. Or you can say, you are a grub. <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, it, it, it changes the complexion God, completely. You've got an angry, you've got, oh, mate, when, when you go up at Octon, you You know my other go. one for that? Rat. Oh, yeah, yeah. You yeah. rat! <laughs> mate. Oh, it is the best. If, 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 if someone's done oh, something wrong. I know you learned that off. Yeah, that was. was you learned that off Greg the cap- Chappell. The captain of Australia. Captain of Australia. Have oh. we told this story before? I don't know if we've told the story. We went on a function up to the up to uh, Port Douglas. That's right. And we went to the pub and there was a, there's a heap of sports people there. I was buying a drink. And I promise you there's nothing in this. People won't believe this. But I was waiting and waiting and waiting. There was a girl next to me. I just uh, She said, what are you doing here? And I said, I'm with all these guys. I would say Marco went to work. <laughs> <laughs> with one conversation and she started talking to Marco. Anyway. She had a boyfriend. She had a boyfriend. And the boyfriend. Who, who was blind and big. And tats. And tats and tough looking. But he didn't realise what was in the room. So there was a lot of footballers, NRL a, players, a lot of NRL players, a lot of Wallabies. There was so a world Robinson champion there, Jeff Fennick. Jeff Fennick. So Danger Will Robinson. So 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 the, and he was probably outnumbered thirty to one. <laughs> so I see what's going on. The, the bloke came over as I was finishing up, and I knew he didn't like me straight away. And he's he didn't want me, he didn't want me next to his girlfriend. He's so like a I, shark. I've got I've got four or five vodka lime and sodas or whatever the hell I had. Shandies. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm taking them back to the boys. Anyway, so I've delivered them all, sat back, and here he comes. He's starting to circle. And he does not care. Burn it, burn he, it. He did not care was he who we were with. So I'm thinking, who am I going to stand next to? Was he blind, blind, blind. Blind. So I'm thinking, what am I going to do here? What we, am I going to do here? We're near, the, we're near the pool table. So I just walked across the Jeff <laughs> <laughs> stood next to him, right? 
and he didn't care. He was coming. You know, everyone, everyone's talking. I said, Greg Chappell. I said, Greg, watch out, mate. Just watch out. I'm trying to protect Greg Chappell because he was kind of the oldest one there. I said, Greg, just watch yourself here. Watch yourself because this bloke's coming over and he means business. He goes, what are you talking about? I quickly told him what happened. Anyway, all the rugby players, all the wallabies, all the footballers, they just stood there. Jeff Fennick just stood there. This bloke started walking towards me and Greg Chappell, the <laughs> captain of Australia, said, like you get away from here, you rat! <laughs> like that. It was the, like, fear of no, God was put in this the, bloke. You had to see the look on Greg's face. It was incredible. He snapped. He and, snapped. And now you know why he was such a great captain for Australia because he had that in him. Still, he's, and this little bloke... He, he walked away with his tail between oh, his legs. Was, it was the most beautiful thing was. I've ever seen in my life. It was it was wonderful. Yeah, well, that's where Rat comes from. I, I still thank you, Greg, if you're listening. I I still love using the word Rat. I like Super Duper. Super Duper. Yeah, I like Super Duper. Hang on a second, you've gone from Rat to Super <laughs> no, Duper. Maybe you, oh, that's Super no, Duper. Because you can have some good words here. My kids use Super Duper a bit. No, you would use Super Duper when you're talking to your wife or something like that. No, that's Super Duper. Super Duper. <laughs> And the other one that's been lost on us is grouse. Grouse, grouse? is making a comeback. Grouse, grouse was used yeah, all the time. Yeah. So we used to rhyme slang grouse with Mickey Mouse. Yeah, that's Mickey Mouse, Mickey grouse. Mouse, grouse yeah. um, but that's been lost. Yeah. Driving now, though, knob jockey. What, if you're driving? No, if you're you driving down the somebody. road, if someone cuts off, good on you, knob jockey. Yeah, so I use cockhead. <laughs> get out of my way, you cockhead. Yeah, there's a lot of them. Yeah, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot. You can't do it with Do you get caught swearing in the car with the kids? Yes, all the time. Oh, no. All the time. Well, at least you're honest. Yeah. <laughs> you? you? Uh, I didn't think so. I yeah. didn't think so. And then I, I think Indy was about six or seven and she dropped a couple of F-bombs. Yeah. Karen says, where would you get that? In the car in with the dad. Car, yeah. In the car with dad. But you know what happens when you grow when when your kids are growing up a bit and they've got their phone, the cars even though you got them in the car, it's a lonely place. Yeah. Because they've got their ear things in. Yeah. And they're they're busy. Yep. And you know that you're not required in their lives just at the moment. So you're in your little, you know. All right. So you've what, always got a cone of silence that comes down. And you're sitting there. You just think you can do whatever the hell you like. And quite often, I oh, get out of the way, cockhead. But what about comes how, out? What about how many times I've rang you, yes. and I start swearing oh. straight away, and Marco. Doesn't tell me straight away. He waits thirty seconds. He goes, "I've got Trish and the kids in the car, <laughs> and I've dropped Fs and that's Cs that's and Ds and Bs." But he doesn't do it straight away. That's what you. So my rule is now: if I've got anyone in the car, anyone at all, whether straight it's my away. mum, I just say, "If you ring, I say, straight "Okay, away. Mark, I'm just in the car with mum." Mary's in the car. Yep. Bang. G'day, g'day, Mary. How g'day, are you? G'day, Mary. Uh, I'll call you back later. I can't say <laughs> yeah. what I was going to say. But that's just etiquette. Yeah, that's, that's just etiquette. Nah, that's true. Any other words you use? Uh, no, nah, that's about it. I like peckerhead too. Peckerhead. Peckerhead's a ripper. My grandpa. Is that for, is that for youngsters? You call him a peckerhead? Yeah, peckerhead. Yeah. yeah. But grandpa used to I, say I peckerhead. Had a, I don't know. So he didn't want to swear. So he just <laughs> shit on peckerhead. <laughs> yeah. Shoot. Instead of shit. Yeah. Shoot. Well, Ross Stevenson's a bulltish. Bulltish, yeah. But he can't. He obviously can't say it on radio. No, that's right. We got we got a bit more license yeah, to say bullshit. We got license to thrill here on the podcast. Oh, we can we can swear as much as we like. <laughs> All right. So um, I'm civil, selfish out. Oh, hey, I've got nothing more to contribute. Really? Have you got you got anything this week? Got a couple. Yeah, I got a couple. Nature strip. 
Yeah. Right? You know your nature strip. Yeah, right? well, you, you know how you tidy. look. At, you know how you look after your nature strip. Got to keep it tidy for the rest of the street. Okay, so we've got our nature strip. We've got a tree at the front that's been leaning for a long time. Right. So what we did is we... The landing tree of Pisa. Yeah, but it's to a point where it's dangerous. So I rang up the council and said, you've got to come and chop it down because you can't chop down the the nature strip trees without permission. Anyway, so after two years, they finally came and cut it down. Now, I've been... My my nature strip, as you know... It is the botanical Pristine. garden. It is beautiful. Because you're a lawn enthusiast. Exactly right. So yes, I'm doing right. the right thing with this tree, you know. Very I've nice just view. looked after it. I've, you know, cut the branches down when I needed to. It, they'll, they'll just hang on. Did you on. think about putting the crutch up? You know, those crutches you see at trees? No, no, it had one, but it was... It, was, it, it already was had a crutch. Because we're on a sand base and there'd been a bit of rain, it started to even lean further and I oh thought, God. it's going to hit the road here. Yeah, okay. So I did the right thing and I thought, beauty, you're going to cut it down, I'll leave the firewood there, I'll use the firewood, I'll stack it all up, yeah. it'll be all perfect. Waste it's not, my, it's my, not. It's my nature Well strip. done. So they decided to cut it down on a Wednesday morning at 7.30. They did not. So, which is okay, it's it's a Wednesday. It's early. It's an early, but they got there at 7.30, they probably yeah, right. started cutting yeah, at 8.30. Yeah. What do I do Wednesday mornings, Mark? You play golf. Okay. So I got home at 12.30 and guess what? Don't tell me they took the firewood away. They didn't. Who? My neighbour did. No, that's your tree. It's my tree. That is civil selfishness 101. And I'll take that's it disgusting. I'll take it even a step further, Mark. Go on. They've been burning it. Well, you, you came home to the smell of your own firewood being burnt next yes. door? You, but do you know, Are you joking? Do you know firewood burning 101 rule? What's that? You've got to wait till the wood dries out. Oh, that's right. Otherwise, it smells and smokes. How like long does it take? It takes a couple of weeks? It takes a year. It takes oh, a year, six months to a year, right, for a tree to actually dry out and before it becomes good firewood. Otherwise, you just, you got, yeah. you, you're smoking the bandit. <laughs> so not only, not only has he stolen my wood, yeah. he's then burnt it. Wet. Wet, and you can't even put the washing out now. That is civil selfishness 101. He didn't even ask me. He just came and stole it off my nature strip. He is leading our ladder. That's that's the number one civil How selfish How bad is that? That's the clubhouse leader. Yep. And I'll say one other thing that's about this be, bloke. That's going to be hard to beat. I'll say one other thing about this bloke. And no. I really like him. He's a good you, mate. You mean, you mean this grub? <laughs> this grub. <laughs> this peckerhead. <laughs> yeah. He's got a statesman. A V8 statesman. For, for the 1970s? No, 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 no. It's a it's a 2013 model. It's a ripping car. Right. But it's got an exhaust pipe like this. That happens on purpose. You've got to actually got to adjust the car to make it do that. So what he does, because he's a car enthusiast, he gets up in the morning at, say, let's say 8 o'clock. Right. He turns the car on. Oh, he's one of those blokes that has to warm the car up. He warms the car up. Oh, He goes God. inside, make a coffee, oh, and the car's going... Oh, my God. Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> Sounds like a speedboat. <laughs> he's sitting on the nature strip. Bah, 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 bah. By the time he takes... Then he takes off. coming <laughs> 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 the, There's got to be a rule. Right. There's got to be a rule with V8s and warming your car up and how you take off. Well, I, I don't know if we can... I don't know what to do. Well... He'll be, he'll be forever known as your peckerhead neighbour. <laughs> yeah. He's at he's the clubhouse leader, and that will almost be impossible to beat. What movie was it where they put a banana in the exhaust no. pipe? Was it anything else but loose or yeah. any of yeah. that crazy show with there, the, there was also the one monkey? In. Get the green. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a miscongeniality. You, hey, don't go down the Sandra Bullock, uh, please. Uh, there was get the gringo where they put the rag in there, oh, yeah. um, and then he just went. 
yeah. popped them both off. Um, but I'm thinking about putting a couple of bananas in his yeah, tail. Yeah, there's something. But I do love, I do love the Holden V8s. Yeah, like I do love the still. Holden that's V8. a peck of head act. Yeah, it is. Yeah, when are you going to talk to him about it? You can't come on here and go off like you go off without. Having a word to him. Well, you know I've sold my house in Parliament. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I've got... I've got so some poor other bars. Uh, yeah. It's I've, his problem I've now. got about four weeks. I've got about four weeks up my sleeve just to give him a goodbye message. The people who bought the house, did you give them any warning about this sort of I told behavior? them exactly the truth. I said they are the greatest neighbours <laughs> you'll ever have. <laughs> All right, well, that, that's, a, that's a ripper. What else you got? Okay, you know I love... Celebrating with friends yeah. and having people over. I'm a bit of a social butterfly. I know that. I love you. it. It's it's actually a really nice feature. Of there is your one rule though. If you just say you haven't organised your food and you're just going to get pizzas, you're just going to have a pizza night. Yeah. There is one thing that really bugs me. If you are ordering pizzas for a group of people, and yeah. let's say there's eight of you, yeah. so you're probably ordering about four to six pizzas, big family ones. You've got to ask the people in the party what they like and what they don't like. Now, not yeah, everyone's that- going to agree. But there are some things on pizzas that people just won't have. So I've, I've been to a lot of places of late. I've got one. Where I've had pizzas, pizza nights, yeah. and they'll order pizzas, and every bloody pizza comes with olives or comes with anchovies or comes with pineapple. Like, they don't ask. They're specialities. Of course they're specialities. So if, if, I, if, you, if I went to your place, Marco, and you've got ten people there and I was ordering pizzas, I'd say, does everybody like anchovies? Correct. Does everybody like olives? That's does everybody... a courtesy. And if they say, if one person says no, I said, all right, I'll get a pizza without, uh, I'll get two pizzas without anchovies or yeah. two pizzas without yeah. olives. That is. That's right. That is civil Selfishness 101. If they don't ask. If they don't ask. That's right. So if there's one person of the eight goes, I like olives, you go, all right, I'll get one pizza with olives. There you go. So, so that's happened of recent and the olives is the big one for me because yeah. olive, the olives are on most pizzas except yeah. for wine. So if you don't like olives, and I don't, I it don't. ruins the whole flavour of the pizza. But I do like anchovies. I love an anchovy. Yeah, I'm a big fan. In fact, I'll double up on the anchovies. Just on all that, mm. you've just inspired me for a can we still be friends. Oh, really? And I, I didn't have anything this week, so okay. <laughs> this is a miracle, yeah. right? <laughs> this is a miracle. If I put and ordered chicken on a pizza, can we still be friends? Yep, you'd be King of Moomba. No. 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 You wouldn't be, you're not my friend, mate. Are you serious? If you, are, if you dare. Billy picking on pizza is the, is the go-to. If, if you put chicken mm. and then put barbecue sauce on that chicken, mm. on that pizza, you yeah, cannot be a friend of mine. Are you serious? Really? Yep. I feel that strongly about it. Spot on, I agree. Spot on. Are you serious? It's disgusting, oh, mate. Oh, no. Well, the, the Saturday chicken pizza is always one of my go-tos. Mate, you want chicken and barbecue sauce? Put it in a sandwich. All right, put it in a wrap. Well, what do you have put on yours? Put some lettuce well, on. What it. do you have on yours? Ham, capsicum, anchovies. Well, have a ham and done. We'll have pepperoni. A ham, done. Have a ham and cheese. Ham and cheese sandwich or a ham and pepperoni sandwich. No, please. That's pizza chicken. food. Chick. What is ham? Pepperoni. Pepperoni. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pepperoni's pizza but food. But chicken, chicken, really good. Not on a pizza. Shredded chicken. Ooh. I'm going to have to reevaluate our situation. If you're ordering, if you, how often do you do it? Not all the time. No, I've got a. What about, the what, tan, I, what about the tandoori chicken on a pizza? Absolutely. No, David, no. Marco, I've got a. I, what did I do during COVID? I built a pizza oven. Yeah, you did. And the I'm telling you now, the chicken in the pizza, oh, it's gorgeous. No, mate. You're making a mistake. Here. All right. All right. Well, let's let's agree to disagree on that. I still want to be your friend. We might have to put out. I a, still want to be your mate. We might have to. Well, 
let me think about it. <laughs> <laughs> we might have to. We might. We might. We, I'll tell you what we'll do. I'll tell you what we'll do. All right. We'll put it out on our socials whether it is acceptable. Or unacceptable. Or unacceptable. Okay. We'll do that and we'll get the results next week. Fair enough. Hey, just before we get into the joke, do not forget Rob Mills. That is your homework. You've got to get him in the studio somehow. I'm going to get him. I told you that. He's just busy with his kingdom. Don't let me down. The, when he's, mm. Once he finishes off at the yeah, theatre, yeah, yeah, the yeah. once he's done all that and he has a kid. He's going to find time to come on our show. <laughs> Man, I'm telling you. <laughs> I haven't mentioned France, though. So I haven't mentioned uh, well, France. Don't, don't. So we've got to blindside him on France, good. all right? Yeah, it's good. Let's spin the wheel. All right, blonde joke, dad joke, stuff all that. Come on, let's just do a vegan joke. Let's go, let's go for a new category, what? please. A vegan joke. Just find a vegan joke. Oh, they got to go. Find a vegan they joke. Go, 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 go to Siri, type it in. Vegan jokes are great. Oh, here we go. Here I go. love making fun of vegans. Okay. I was a vegan for six months, remember that? Yeah, yeah I know. It was you know, the they... worst six months of my life. You were just a pain in the ass. It was the worst six months of my life. <laughs> oh, you feel, you feel better. <laughs> Felt like a bag of potatoes. <laughs> anyway. Hey, what's the toughest thing about living a vegan life, Marco? I don't know. Getting up at 5am to milk the almonds. <laughs> <laughs> Magnificent. Right, I'll see you next week. Will do. Marco holding the fort while Ox is away and uh, thanks to our special guest co-host Sergeant Michael Davis. Don't forget, it's really helpful if you can rate and review the podcast and also to hit subscribe so you'll always get the latest episode each Wednesday. And message us anytime if you see anything you think the boys should talk about. You can send us an audio message and we'll get you on. You can do that at coupleoflokescoupleofbeers.com Couple of Blokes, Couple of Beers executive producer Dan Bradley at Kaizen Media Sound design, Daryl Misson from loudzebra.com I don't understand what tofu is. I th- is it like a marshmallow? What the hell is it? <laughs> it's not, that was like a marshmallow. I don't even know what it is. What's in tofu? I don't, what do I look about tofu king? No, no, no. Oh, let's let's find out. Let's uh, we'll, do some, a, we'll, we'll do some we'll do some we'll, we'll do some Siri we'll do some and find out. Yeah, right. We'll find out what's in tofu. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.